Let us pray together. Oh, Father and our God, we want to thank you this time of the day, this morning for who you are in our lives. We thank you because you've called us at a time as this, O oh Lord, that you will be able to speak unto us once more because you know that we need this conversation with you as always. We want to thank you because of the worship that has been rendered unto you this morning. And we pray that God, you will continue to help us experience you more and more in this place. Now, Lord, my God, may the words of my mouth this morning and may the meditations of my mind be acceptable to you, my rock and my redeemer. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Can you please turn to the person next to you, uh, give them a high five and ask them, what do you have? Um, I'm hoping they didn't tell you they have a car or a house or anything, but at least they, you have, you have something. Now, our topic today is this, what has God placed in your hand? Go ahead and they use it. Go ahead and they use it. Um, you see, we live in a world where many things are happening. A world where we are faced with a lot of questions. In a world where sometimes we may not even be able to get all the answers. Now, the book of Exodus, which is about the faithfulness of God, gives answers to many, many of the questions that we might be able uh, to be able to face. Now, when the, when the Lord our God had the groaning of his people in Egypt and remembered the covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and also with just Jacob, he stepped in to help them. He came in and said, I will help these my people from slavery. He then continues to show mercy and his grace, his law to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And so in our first reading this morning, we find the Israelites having hit another bump on the road. How many of us have driven on bump roads? Bump, bump road, bump. Is it bump? Yes, Maliko, Maliko, right? Bump roads. If you have ever driven in Nairobi, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's only one state in, uh, in the U.S. where I found a few bumps. Um, and, and, and these bumps sometimes may stop you and where, where you are going. And so they had hit a bump road again. They had no water at Raphidim. Um, and this made the people quarrel with Moses. They abused the man of God. They abused Moses until Moses is disheartened and is asking God, what do I do with these people? God, these people are quarreling me. They have abused me. What do I do with them? They are almost ready to stone me. They are thirsty. They are mad because of the hostile environment they were in. Uh, 
the, all around this place was stones and the sand. No water, no nothing. It was hostile. They have no water. And, and they, all there is is sand and stones. Now, so these people do three things. Number one, they question Moses' leadership. Why did you bring us here? Why did you bring us from Egypt to this place? Question number one. Number two, they dwell on his faults. What has he has done wrong? Not even those things that he did very well. All the good he did was not remembered. But the only one thing he does bad is remembered. Is that not what happens with us? You do a lot of things to, to many people. A lot of good things to people. When you do one thing bad, they are on you, right? But that is okay because that is what the Lord uses to teach us something lest we have forgotten who we are in this journey. Then number three, they quarreled with Moses and also the Bible says they grabbed against him. Now, let me ask you, my friend, what would you have done if you were Moses? Let me ask, hear some what would you have done if you were Moses? You know what you've done? You brought these people to this place. They, then they are, they are talking, and if they are saying anything to you, they, they are quarreling you. They are mad at you. They, they are grumbling at you. They, you know, and you are like, what do I do now? If you are Moses, come on now. What did you have done? Huh? Slap them? Come again. Report to the powerful man. <laughs> if you were Moses, you would have reported to the powerful man, right? Someone else? If it was you, what would you have done? Huh? Abandon them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, you were, if it was you, what would you have done? Eh, remind them. <laughs> See now. Now the Bible says that Moses cried unto the Lord. I like that. He cried unto the Lord. He prayed because he knew how he got to refugee. He knew how they got where they were. The Lord had brought them there. In the first place. He believed in God's faithfulness even now. And he also knew that God understood their predicaments. In Romans 8, chapter 28, the Bible says, In all, in verse 28, the Bible says, In all things, God works for what? For good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Moses knew something about that. So God tells Moses, now, go take the stuff you used at the river now. Plus, now listen, plus some elders, some of the elders, and they head out to meet God on the rock of Horeb. 
Take the staff that you used because I told you to carry it always. I hope you have it, Moses. Take it with you and also some of the elders. Now, why some of the elders? Back to class. Why some of the elders? Huh? Back up. <laughs> She's being nice. Why some of the elders and not all the elders? Now, why some of the Christians and not all the Christians? Why some of you people and not all of us? Now, think about that. He struck the rock with his rod and water comes forth miraculously. Now, this is the theology of possession. <laughs> theology of possession. What do we have in our hands? What is it that we have in our hands? It is a high time we made use of it. What you have, what I have, make use of that. Theology of possession. You cannot use what you don't have, can you? You can only use what you, so what you have, do that, do what? Use it. If you are able to speak, use that. If you are able to preach, use that. If you are able to give, use that. If you are able uh, to run, use that. Whatever it is that you are able to do, God has given you, use it. Theology of possession. The people of Israel were blaming Moses for having no water. God said something interesting to Moses. He said, get out there and provide for them. When they sought Moses' life, Moses sought the Lord. <laughs> I like that. When they sought his life, when they sought his life, he sought the Lord. Because God had brought them this far. And God was still going to take them Father, to where they are, they were going. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Let me go and preach. What has said? Let me go and preach. That is what Moses is saying. Let me go and do what God called me to do. Moses knew that God had called him. That was his weapon, and he used his weapon everywhere he went. Listen to this. As D.L. Moody walked down a Chicago street one day, he, he saw a man leaning against a post. Now, the evangelist went there gently and put put his hand on the man's shoulder and asked him, are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? Um, the fellow right there raised his fist uh, hungrily and, and said, mind your, mind your business. Mind your business. But Moody said, oh, I am sorry. I am sorry 
if I offended you, but to be, to be frank, that is my business. To be frank, asking people whether they are Christians, that is my business. It is my business to know if you are heaven bound or not. That is my, my business. Even if people reject the gospel, we still must love them. We must preach. Can I hear an amen? We still must pray for them. We still must love them. We still, ah, yeah, yeah. We still must do what we have been called to do. That is our weapon. I am sorry. Tell them, that is my, my weapon. That is what God has called me to do. I am, I am sorry. We should be willing to use what God has placed in our hands before it is too late. God has given us four things that this I know. God has given us time. God has given us what? Time. What are you doing with the time that God has given you? You, we wake up every day. What do we do? I know we all of us have schedules or calendars, right? At 8 o'clock, I'll do this. At 10, I'll do this. At 1, I'll do this. At 2, I'll do this. 6 p.m., I'll do this. 10 p.m., I'll do this. Schedules and calendars and etc., etc. Time. What do we do with time? Number two, God has given us talents. What are you talented in? <laughs> okay. Some of us don't even know. What are we talented in? Please, make use of that. Number three, God has given us treasure. Treasure. And those important treasure, those important things, we're supposed to use them to glorify God. Then number four, God has given you and me, I like this, a testimony. Tell your friend a testimony. Yes, a testimony. Every one of us has been given a testimony. There is something you have that you can tell someone, a child of God, a testimony. What has God done to you in your life? How far has God brought you? Moses had a testimony. He knew how they came up to Rephidim. Now, when they are quarreling and grumbling, it is it, it is it. He had a testimony. My friend, you have a testimony, and you have to tell people what it is that the Lord has done to you. Amen? We have to tell people what God has done to us even. People are thirsty and we know it. And during this time of Lent, one of the things that Jesus said as he was dying on the cross, remember, was this, I am thirsty. That's what I teach the, the confirmation class about the seven things that Jesus said on the cross. And one of them was, I am thirsty. Give me some water. Heartbreaking words. Give me some water. Some water or water? 
water. Give me some water. Give me some water. The people told Moses the same thing. Give us some. Some what? Water. Give us some water. God knows that we thirst and that we need some water. And, and He cares for us when, when we thirst. <laughs> One time, Jesus had the longest conversation ever recorded with a lady in John chapter 4. That's where we read her today. He sat down by Jacob's well, and this Samaritan woman comes in to draw water. And you know the story. And then he looked at her with a bucket, and he said, will you give me <laughs> some water? Hey, lady, can you give me some water? Some water. And he was serious. Now listen carefully. Jesus is tired and thirsty, and she has the water he needs. Are you listening? Number two, this lady is thirsty, and Jesus has the water she needs. Are you following me? Number three, Jesus was thirsty, and he knew it. Now listen to number four. She was thirsty, but she did not know it. Hi. She was thirsty, but she did not know it. Then number five, the woman did not come to the well seeking Christ, but Jesus came to the well doing what? Seeking her. Amen? Now friends, it is the high time that we paid attention to what God is doing in the church. I repeat that. It is the high time that we paid attention to the, what the Lord is going in the church. The opportunities we have and not to complain like the Samaritan woman. We are called to pay attention to the people that God puts in our lives as well. We are called to change our conversation and to use what we have. We are called to read the signs of the times and act accordingly, my friends. Samaritan woman was, was complaining. Oh, you know, I am a Jew. <laughs> you know, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan. Hey, you know, you are male. I am female. That's what she was saying. Yeah, yeah, you are male. Why do you come at this? Why? What are you doing here? I am, you are male. I am female. Uh, and Jesus knows this. Hey, you have no bucket to draw water. At least I have one. This place is too, 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 too what? Too deep. Where, uh, you have no bucket. What did you come to do here without a bucket? You see, this lady at a Oh, you don't belong here, but I do. This is my territory. See, look at this lady. All these things. You say, oh, you worship standing. We, we worship seated down, right? Come on now. Let us change the conversation. We are a diverse congregation, my friends. We are a diverse community. God has put us here to learn how 
to live together. God has put you and me here so that we can learn how to live together, to forgive each other. We have to learn how to give each other a chance to do something in the house of God or else we shall miss what I will call as the missiological mission opportunity that we have. What does your son? We will miss the missiological mission opportunity that we have if we are not careful. If I kept quiet on 5th of November, as I flew to Atlanta, I would not have talked to Dave. And Dave is here today. Can you clap for me? You know, you know, I, I did not just sit down and started to read my Bible because I'm a pastor. No. I look around <laughs> who is around and, and I talk to them. You see, I'm a, I'm a trained salesman. Did you know that? I'm a trained salesman in insurance. As though you are trained that if people are not looking at you, uh, you, can, you can just step on their toes. And they, oh, did you, why did you step on me? Oh, I am sorry. By the way... <laughs> By the way, I'm David, and I, and I sell insurance. And do you have insurance? That, that is me. So if I, if I come across, you know, that is, that is me. So I did, not, I did not miss my chances to, to talk to my friend here. And everybody behind us was like, what are these guys talking about? See, he's laughing now. <laughs> what are all these people laughing about? And, and we, we knew each other right that time. And I tell you, that flight was so short, from Kansas City to Atlanta. And then we get in and say, okay, brother, go on and preach. That, I, I liked that. And uh, you know what? Two weeks later, he sent a friend of his to me who did a lot. Actually, that guy right now, with his big company, Brotherhood Mutual, is the one that has insured our church. Now, now, see those connections. You, you don't miss the missiological mission opportunity that the Lord gives you. If I come to you, don't look at me like just someone else. Treat me as a child of God. Treat me as a person that the Lord has sent to you. You never know what might come out of that. son. You never know what might come out of that. And he's here, and the wife is here, and other people will come in. Those connections, we will go to their, to their church and, you know, and see what we can do together. Don't miss that missiological mission opportunity that the Lord brings to your doorstep. In John chapter 4 and verse 9, this lady says, How can you ask me for a drink? As the woman looks at Jesus, and as Jesus looks at her, <laughs> I see four invisible walls that are standing between them. Four invisible walls that are standing between them. Number one, a religious wall. Religious wall. Jew as Samaritan. Number two, a gender war. It is there. Gender war, male, female, right there. Number three, racial or tribal war. It is there. Even if you don't want to mention it, 
racial or tribal war. It is there, standing there. Number four, the moral. There's a moral wall here. Follow the story in verse 16 and you will see. Yet, our Lord Jesus Christ found a way through all of these walls. He found her and then she found him. And Jesus said, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. The woman said to her, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and I have to keep coming here every time to draw water. My friends, what satisfies for a short time? Water satisfies for a short time. But salvation satisfies permanently. Amen? Psalm 42 and verse 1 says, As a deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living, for the living God. We are to proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness. People are crying in the neighborhood. People are crying in the city. People are crying outside the city. People are crying in Asia, in Africa, and other places. They're saying, I am thirsty. Give me water. Give me water. I am thirsty. You may be here and thirsty as well. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus and throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. has been speaking unto you about yes you may be thirsty for something yes you may be thirsty for the Lord yes you may be thirsty because it's something that you haven't done well Lord our God is able to forgive the Lord our God is able to take you as you are the Lord our God is able to assign you other duties because he's faithful he is God, He never changes. If you are here and there is something that you would like to bring unto God, raise up your hand together and we will pray together. Anyone? Raise up your hand. Thank you for those hands. Raise up your hand. The Lord speaking unto us this morning. Raise up your hand. Raise up your hand. It's the Lord speaking unto us this morning. It is the Lord who knows what we are thirsting about. It is you, again, who knows what you are thirsting about this morning. Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning. This morning with the hope and the minds, O oh Lord. We give you thanks and we honor you because you are faithful. Your love has been around us for some time, O oh Lord. And you continue to be the Lord that was there from the beginning, O oh Lord. 
you were with the people of Israel and you went all the way with the Lord and at some point you stood with them at Rephidim and as they wondered what to do O Lord you were able to provide for them and you continued with them O Lord because you continue to be a faithful God slow to anger full of grace O Lord and abounding in instead of love we thank you because you know our predicaments every day, O oh Lord. And even as we raise our hands to, uh, towards you, O oh Lord, this morning, we want to thank you and we want to honor you. And we are praying that, God, you will receive what we are bringing unto you, O oh Lord. And we pray that, God, you will perform a miracle in the name of Jesus, O oh God, because we have no strength of our own. Whatever we have belongs to you, O oh Lord. May you hear our prayer this morning, O oh Lord. May you hear our prayer this morning, O oh Lord. May you listen to our cry, O oh Lord, this morning. May you look at us when we are fasting, O oh Lord. And may you provide unto us this water that only comes from you. God, there are those of us here who are looking for a job. Others are sick, O oh Lord. Others are raising their hands because of their loved ones, O oh Lord. Whatever need it may be this morning, may you come down as God. May you provide healing in the name of Jesus. May you providing, provide their needs in, the, in, the, in a way that, that God, they can see you, O oh Lord. May you come through for their lives in the name of Jesus. May you come for them right now because you are God. God, we have listened to your word this morning. And God, you know sometimes we are savvy. Many other times we look for answers where they cannot get them, O oh Lord. But God, we can get answers from you. Come to us, O oh Lord. Have mercy on us, O oh Lord. Forgive us our sins, O oh Lord. Help us again, O oh Lord. Revive us again, O oh Lord. Teach us again, O oh Lord. Come and be faithful unto us, O oh Lord, again because you know us and you understand us. Whatever that we bring unto you, Lord, may you have mercy upon us. As a church, O Lord, we are standing in the gap. For those that do not know you, O Lord, for those that are crying for you day by day, for those that are in prison, O Lord, for those that are sick, O Lord, may you come through for them. May you come through for them. For your word says that, God, you did all on, on the cross, O oh Lord. And by your stripes, we are all healed. God, we know that, God, you have gone ahead of us. Here we are. We surrender all unto you. We surrender all unto you, O oh Lord. We come before you with thanksgiving, O oh Lord. Saying that, God, take over in our lives and do whatever you want to do with it. Help us, O oh Lord, to know the opportunities that you put in our hands, O oh Lord. Because very soon, these hands will, be able, will not be able to hold anything. Help us and have mercy upon us. We thank you as a church and we glorify your name. Receive all the glory, receive all the honor. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you.